0: The dog barks when his master is attacked. I would be a coward if I saw that God's truth is attacked and yet would remain silent. John Calvin. Telling a woman that she can't be an elder is a nonsense rule. If they claim to be in the body, we let them have it. Donald Trump is going to win in 2020 by an absolute landslide. Number six, Christianizing the American dream. I said that you, um, that that many LDS folks. And I, I love the same Jesus. I still believe that. Showing is a blessing from God to make you rich. Treating Jesus you. like a lottery ticket. The Lord spoke to my heart. the very few times I've ever heard God be this articulate with me. And I'm telling you word for word, these words came into my heart. I'm not you I'm asking you for brush your hair. That's what God commanded. <laughs> Hey, what's going on everybody? Welcome back to the Master's Dog False Teacher of the Week, episode 49. I'm your host, Norm the Master's Dog Dunham, aka the Evangelical Norm. So, the False Teacher of the Week segment of the Master's Dog podcast came from the old introduction video that I had where it was two and a half minutes of just a montage of false teachers set to a really cool song by Result, used by permission, thank you Result which I'm not using anymore because I made a a new beat on my phone uh, with an app and I kind of like it and made a different video intro that is a little more versatile. I can put things in and out and pretty easily, so it's a nice new introduction. But somebody had asked me on the old video, who are all these people? I don't know who all them all of them are. I thought some of them that I did know were, were good teachers. Can you break it down for me? So I said, sure. And so that's where the false teacher of the week came from. So the first 40 weeks was all dealing with false teachers that were in that montage. And then I've continued on after that with different false teachers, many of them that you have requested me to look at, and I would encourage you to do that again. If there's anyone you want me to look into as a false teacher, I'd be happy to take a look at them. Um, I can't promise that I'm going to agree with you that every one of them is a false teacher. Some of them may just be surrounded by scandal or something like that that does not make someone a false teacher um, but if they are uh, happy to throw them on the list so in order to do that just throw a name down in the comments you can hit me up on twitter at the master's dog or the evangelical norm instagram uh facebook norm dunham and drawing a blank here. Uh Gab, I'm all over the place. Um I'm not as active on Gab as I was. It, it just kind of an echo chamber. Uh hasn't really kind of panned out the way I thought it would. But so those are all the places where you can go. Give me your suggestions for false teachers. I'd be happy to take them and uh and put them on the list of false teachers. So this week, episode 49, we are going to deal with Beth Moore. So Beth Moore is a little different than some of the teachers that I put because a lot of these people I'll I'll outright just say this person is a heretic, this person is guilty of blasphemy, this person you know and you know, atheists and and so on where it's it's a, a heretical almost anti God teaching. Beth Moore is a little different. I will I will outright say she is a wolf. She is a false teacher. Um, but I, I don't know that I've heard her say anything heretical, anything um, that literally goes against like the fundamentals of Christianity. Uh, well, it's some that and one a couple areas that do. Because again, if, if we if we're not on first level issues, then secondary issues, tertiary issues, um, things that can be a disagreed on and maintain fellowship uh, are are not. Uh, wouldn't, I wouldn't qualify them as a false teacher. Here's the thing with Beth Moore that is a, has become an issue. Is the trajectory that she is on is more and more away from the sufficiency, inerrancy, um, accuracy of the Bible, of God's word. And more in, as you saw the video, uh, in the introduction video, she's that one in the last where apparently God spoke to her outright and said um you know and there was a man a disheveled man in the the context of the video there's a disheveled man just dirty or i I don't know the story goes but he's there in the airport and she's looking at him and she's kind of put off by him and so she feels god talking to her and she's like no i'm not going to go witness to this man And the response, as you saw in the video, was, I'm not asking you to witness to him. I'm asking you to brush his hair in her little southern drawl. And uh, here's the problem. What we're now dealing with is we're going more and more into experience and not so much that, that coordinates with the word. I can't agree at any point in time that God would say, I don't want you to witness to that person. I mean, again, we have seen these things through Scripture, where Jesus talks about, you know, what what good does it do to to just give a man food, you know, so or or clothing or or something? He goes to bed full and warm, but he's still not saved. He's this man is still going to hell. Why would God tell you to brush a man's hair so he can go off into the kingdom of hell with with nice nicely quaffed hair? That does not line up with the nature of God and the purpose of the gospel. Absolutely God wants you to witness to him. And I don't believe that God told you to brush his hair. It's just, it doesn't, it does not line up with anything. Could you brush his hair? Sure. While you're giving him the gospel, while you're sharing with him the gospel. And why? I, I, again, I, I don't get anything when anyone would go, I'm not witnessing to that person. I, again, whether God told you to do it or not. Here's a, here, here's a full disclosure. Again, I've made the, the, the statement many times. I came out of a hyper-Pentecostal church, uh, pastored a hyper-Pentecostal church. I was a false teacher. There was at one point... Years ago, back from 2003 to 2007-ish, and probably a little bit before, where I belonged on this list. If I were going doing this now, and there were two of me, this norm and past norm, I would be putting myself on this list. I would be do, literally doing a false teacher of the week about myself, because I was, you know, again in just some weird stuff. But I also was in this situation where I would we would go do evangelism at the mall, and I wouldn't talk to anybody unless I felt like God said talk to them. And then I realized that God wanted me to talk to every one of them. And 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 so again, to to make a statement that God said I don't want you to witness to him, well, that's not God. That sounds like something that Satan would tell you to do. Honestly, ultimately, a demon, uh, something, some kind of, of evil influence would say, don't witness to that man, just go brush his hair. But there's there's a few other things that are going on with Beth Moore. Apparently, there was a book she wrote years ago, and it had a, some deliberate and fundamental statements on uh, on homosexuality and accurate doctrinally sound statements on homosexuality and then again this trajectory where she's more and more being uh influenced by the world and going after what the world wants her to be she wants to be liked again this is the whole thing this is she wants to be a joel Osteen or a creflo dollar or anything and i don't know if she's really that prosperity or anything like that but she's seeking the following and ultimately, in order to seek the following and gain more followers, you have to conform to the world. You have to literally deny Paul in in Romans. You have to deny Jesus, and who says, deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. Deny what Paul writes in Romans to say, uh, do not be... Uh, Don't conform to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. She is literally going the opposite direction. She went back and she removed that. And I don't know if she's actually gotten to the point where she's come out and made the statement that she is LGBTQ affirming. But it's not far off, I guarantee you. She's, you know, I see her talking, going back and forth with propaganda and some of these other teachers that have already taken that leap. And again, bad character or bad morals corrupts good character. As you've watched, I mean, just recently, propaganda, he's probably going to end up on this list here pretty soon. I did a Sean Burgundy. Propaganda is going to end up on here, too. But he's already come out and said, I'm I'm affirming of, of homosexuals. I'm, a, I'm not just tolerant or um, understanding or anything, affirming, saying that they are okay continuing to do the sin that they are involved in. It's not far off for Beth Moore. And again, these are the things that make her a false teacher. Once you get to the point where you're denying certain... the absolute things that the Bible says are sin, and, I mean, again, why would you even remove that from your book if that is not a direction you are going? You know, you didn't want to offend those people, so you had a good, apparently a good gospel presentation, you need to repent of your sin if you're homosexual, and you removed that so that you don't offend anybody? Well, sorry, that, that drops you into the, the category of wolf. It drops you into the category, you're no longer presenting a gospel that saves people because you're willing to tell other people to go to hell. Essentially, to quote Rick Warren, who was also a false teacher on this list. But in his 40 Days of Purpose in the intro video, he basically said, one of the few things I agree with him now and continue is, he said, if you're not willing to share the gospel and call your neighbor to repentance, then you don't love your neighbor and you're literally telling your neighbor to go to hell. If you're not willing to look at homosexuals and thieves and murderers and rapists and any of these different sins that are out there, adulterers, people who lust, people who look at pornography, people who covet, all of these things that that the Bible tells us are sin. If you're not willing to call them to repentance, then you're willing to go, oh, just go do what you want to do and be happy. You're literally contradicting what Jesus said to them to deny yourself, take up your cross and follow me. And you're, instead of saying deny yourself, you're saying indulge your flesh. And that's a false teacher. And that's somebody that cannot, we cannot abide. We have to rebuke them. And as, as Ivy says at the end of that introduction video, rebuke them sharply. That's what God commanded. So here I am, barking like the, the, the master's dog that I am, to rebuke Beth Moore. Um, she got into it with my pastor this week and, and tell her to return, return to your roots. And then again, I mean, we can go on and on with the whole issue of female preachers and stuff like that. And she's again, the trajectory, I don't know that she's actually come outright and said women can be pastors, elders, so on, but she's going to be there soon. It's not far off. I mean, Jory Micah, who wants to be her, has already gone there. But that's another episode that we've already done. So there you have it. That is our false teacher for the week for uh, for this week, episode forty-nine for week number forty-nine. Um, I hope this was uh, helpful. Again, I know that there are a lot of people out there that are going to push back on this one. I just kicked one of your sacred cows and, uh, and I know I'm going to get pushback. I know this is going to be one. Not many of my videos get a whole lot of comments and, and, and so on, but this is one that is going to because Beth Moore's uh, entourage, following, whatever you want to call it, is going to come out of the woodwork, I promise you. So keep your eye out and uh, be entertained by the comments that come. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words. They are necessary. Until next week, Solideo Deo Gloria.